You're listening to Truly Criminal, the home of true crime. To see the video version of this case, including the footage and photos, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Truly Criminal. This case takes us to the southern city of Kalamazoo in the state of Michigan. 6300 Proctor Avenue in Comstock Township, home to 22-year-old Christopher Neal, his wife Haley Coe, and their two-year-old daughter, Charlotte. The couple had recently learned that Haley was pregnant with their second child and was so excited to start telling people and see their family grow. Everyone said that Christopher and Haley were a perfect match from the beginning, both caring, hard-working, good listeners, and very much focused on everybody else being happy. Christopher's father said his son never had trouble walking into a room, even if he didn't know anyone. Within the first two or three minutes, he'd be sharing life stories with someone. He was just that type of guy. He genuinely cared for others. After finishing high school in North Texas... Christopher became a volunteer firefighter and then joined the Navy. Haley was a young Navy recruit too, and the pair had met on a beach in Florida. Two weeks later, he asked her out on a date. Haley politely said, no thank you, something the couple laughed about for years after. More time passed, and when Haley needed help with her studies for the Navy, Christopher offered to tutor her. They went on their first date shortly after, and Haley said they were inseparable from that point on. The couple soon eloped, and after this, their baby girl Charlotte was born. When Haley found out she was pregnant again, the pair were over the moon and had even started making plans to adopt children after this, providing children in need with a loving home they knew they could give. The couple were often apart due to their time in the Navy, but always made family their priority. Christopher would often write Haley letters and leave messages on her phone while she was sleeping, so that when she unlocked it, she found them later. His friends said he was a hopeless romantic, and always let his family know they were on his mind wherever he was in the world. The young couple were often taking photos and sharing them on social media. It really was clear to see just how much they were in love, how much they adored Charlotte and how precious being together as a family was to them. A year or so later, having finished their duties, they were both granted terminal leave from the US Navy, and in 2019, Chris started a new job in real estate. What's up, guys? I'm Chris Neal. I graduated from Quinlan Ford High School in 2015, and... uh... After graduation, I joined the Navy, did two tours overseas with the Patrol and Reconnaissance Squadron out of Oak Harbor, Washington, and uh, then I went to school to be a realtor, and now I work for Caldwell Banker Coochie Real Estate. I joined the military right out of high school. It was kind of something I did on the spot, and it ended up being one of the best decisions ever. You know, I got to see some really cool places in the world, so I ended up with a beautiful daughter and an amazing wife out of it. The family moved to Michigan and started living in Haley's parents' house while they worked on their new dream home. A beautiful home that had actually belonged to Haley's grandmother. Christopher spent most days renovating it and they couldn't wait to settle in. 
the family finally moved in on November 17th, and everything seemed to be going great. Christopher was excited about his new job and what this could offer. It was nearly Christmas, and they were finally together as a family, with a second baby on the way. With so much joy in the young couple's lives, it's hard to fathom what happened less than two weeks later. December 1st, 2019 It was a typical evening in 6300 Proctor Avenue. Everyone had finished their dinner, Charlotte was sound asleep in the other room, and Christopher and Haley settled in for a night of watching television. Suddenly, at 10pm, there were several loud bangs on the front door. As most will agree, 10pm is usually quite an alarming time to get a knock at the door, unless otherwise expected, so the couple were instantly hesitant. Christopher jumped up to see what was going on. Little did the pair know, a man had opened their screen and interior door, and was already inside their home, looking around. The man was 35-year-old William Paul Jones, and he was armed with two handguns. According to Haley, everything went from 1 to 10 in a matter of seconds. As soon as Christopher saw him, he knew the situation was bad and tried to get his wife and daughter upstairs, moving them around the house trying to get into a room where they could at least lock the door. Christopher then called 911. What is location of your emergency? Yes, there's a, there's a man in my house right now. What is, hold on, stop for a second. Whoa, there's a man in my house. I need you to give me your address first. 6300 Proctor Avenue. Is that a house or an apartment? House of the end of the street. Why are you in my house, bro? Tell me to talk to him. You don't get phone. Why are you in my house, though? Sir, how many other people are in your house? It's me, my wife, and our daughter. How old is your daughter? She's two. Two? Okay. Please show up, go Do you have any idea who he is? We do, no. No. Here, go that way. No, go that way. So he is. Just stay right there. Let me push you. No, no. Let my wife come I do. I, 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 okay. I'm not going to harm you guys. All right? I promise. Take my hand. I'm recording drones. You can go. I'm not going to harm you. There was a scuffle between the pair as William tried to get Christopher into another room, which he refused to do. Where are we at? Hold on. Stop. Anyone know which house it is? Where it is? Yeah, I have a ladder to you shortly. Where's the house? We're far corner over far here. Corner, pull it okay. Do we need another V back? We need more shields. Do we have a line running? Lincoln, Borgwine. Come on, let's move up, move up, move up. Where are you at? Back bedroom? Your side. Hey, up here to me. What do you got? Yeah. Other side, one on the other side. 3305 to my bottom floor interior, 
We have two on the main level. Alright, I'm going to start moving rides up here. We have an additional officer that's upstairs in this fortune as well. Who is hit? Uh, uh, trooper and one of your officers. I don't know his name. A SWAT team and negotiators had already been dispatched and were starting to gather outside on the street. The operator began explaining to William that she had officers there that were ready and willing to help him, but he needed to put the guns down and let the family go outside. Where is William at right now? He's standing next to me in my hallway. Okay, are we still on speakerphone? We still are. He's right here. Okay. William! Yes, ma'am. William, okay. Can Christopher, can Christopher and his wife and daughter step outside? Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not, what? They're safe. They're safe? They're safe. They're They're safe. Okay. They're safe. 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 They're Stop right here with me, man. No, I ain't going anywhere. He's going there with me, man. Bro, turn right now, please. William. William. Yes, ma'am. What are you? No. What are you trying to have them do? He's coming in the room with you. That's it. Why is he going in the room with you? Why are you locking that door? Don't lock that door, bro. You are right, man. I can hear you my word, man. You're straight. I get, I get what you're saying, but you got two guns, bro. You're straight. You got two guns? I'm trying to put it crazy, man. I'm not doing anything. William. I'm in my house, man. I'm sorry, man. William, listen to me. Why are you here in the first place? William, can you listen to me? I need you to put those guns down because I've got I've got officers that want to help you. I, want, I have officers that want to help you and keep you safe. So I need you to put those guns down. Who are you, man? I'm nine one one. I've got help for you. I need you to put those guns down so that they can get you the help that you need. I want I want police here so I can leave. The police are there, William. The police are there. They are there. They're there. I've got a lot of deputies there. Christopher remained calm and collected, assuring William he understood where he was coming from and trying to cool him down and reassure him. Listen, I'm not harming you, I promise. My word. My wife just got threatened. I hear you, bro. I'm going to send you. I hear you. I got threatened last night. Okay, I get you. I'm not harming you, or your children, or your wife. I'm going to transfer this line, so do not hang up on me, okay? I'm not. I'm not going to. All right, just a minute for me. The line was then transferred to the officers and negotiators outside. William answered the phone with a list of demands, one of which was the police were not to enter the house. Hey, William. William. Hey, this is Joe from the Sheriff's Department. How are you, man? Glad you bad from the the door. Don't come through that door. Okay. We're not going to come through the door, man, but I just want to talk to you and find out what's going on. Don't come through that door. Slide you bad from that door, man. Well, I'm not even up by the door, man. I'm outside the house. Where else? I'm in the house. Stop playing against me, man. What, what's, what's got you all worked up today, man? William then hung up the phone and the officer tried to ring back. Upstairs, panicking and fearful, 
Hayley tried to make a quiet 911 call herself. Okay, and what do you, what's going on right now? I don't know, I'm upstairs, all I can hear is them, like, slightly talking. Do you still have him on the phone? Yep, so we have, um, so I'm talking to you, and then my other call taker is talking to someone else as well. I know you want daddy, I know you want daddy. Do you know who's in the home? No, we have no idea. You have no idea who it is? He's barging our back door with two guns. He just barged in? Yeah, and he has my husband locked in a room with him. He won't let my husband or me outside, we ask. We have everyone on the phone right now. We have your husband, you, and um, the male that's in your home as well. I just heard a really loud noise. I think it was gunfire. You heard a loud noise? Yeah. The police officers are making entry right now, so stay calm for me, okay? Okay. Yep, let's go. The situation was escalating and police slowly started entering the house before announcing themselves and continuing the negotiations from the hallway. Hey, what's your name, man? Hey, this is this is Joe out here, okay? What's his name? William. Is someone in there with him? Yes, Chris. Yeah, purple. Okay. Where's the rest of the family? Can we get them out? Don't go in front of that door by behind him. Ciao. We're not doing anything, okay? Hey, we don't want anything bad. Just put the gun down and, and come out. Let's talk about this, all right? My badge is out here on my chest, buddy. Well, I'm not coming through the door. I just want to talk to you. Did you hurt anyone in there? Chris, can you say something? Okay, are you okay? All right. Neighbours could now hear screaming and shouting and were trying to get hold of police too. Some of the officers who were still outside then called Christopher's phone back, which was answered by William. Although Christopher was still alive at that point, a few moments later, shots rang out inside the house and body cam footage captured officers running into the rooms. Get that shield off in front. Here, Get the shield up. Me. Shield up right there. Yeah, I'm throwing it to you, okay? Stop shooting, man! Stop shooting, Please William! Stop shooting right now! Stop. Yeah. Officer down! We have officer down. Shots fired. William jumped out of the bedroom window before officers pinned him down on the front porch. The victim down. Roll over! Come roll The entire ordeal lasted about 40 minutes in total. As William was taken away, officers found Haley and Charlotte hiding upstairs. Is my husband alive? Haley asked. Officers had to deliver the devastating news. 
22-year-old Christopher Neal, was dead. everybody, I'm Marley Ginter. We're continuing our coverage at 7 of a violent weekend in West Michigan. We're getting new information about the young father killed after police say he was taken hostage by a stranger. Latest on the investigation, Chris Neal was home last night with his wife and daughter when investigators say a stranger broke into their home just east of Kalamazoo. Police arrived, heard gunshots, and that's when officers stormed the home Three were shot. Thankfully, they are all okay. Police say Neil was shot and killed by the suspect. His wife and daughter and hid from the intruder and survived. Officers arrested the gunman as he tried to run away. Police said today the suspect and family did not know each other. Neil and his family had just moved to Kalamazoo last month. News aides Jacqueline Francis is live outside their home with some new developments. Jacqueline? Marley, the more we learn about the victim, 22-year-old Chris Neal, the more devastating this all becomes. A veteran and a father, Chris was new to town. He had just moved into this home behind me with his wife and daughter, and now the property is roped off with crime scene tape. We're also learning that Chris was born and raised in small town Texas, and tonight his hometown community is also mourning his loss. Chris's high school reposting a video to social media showing him as the role model graduate. Thank you, everyone, for being here this morning. Uh, we've had a uh, long night in the law enforcement community and in the Comstock community. And uh, tragically, a Comstock family lost a family member uh, during this incident involving a uh, suspect that broke into their house and uh, took a hostage. Uh, this point, I'd like to add our condolences to the family uh, of Christopher Ryan Lee Neal. He was a 22-year-old man uh, who was uh, doing nothing wrong. He was at home with his wife and child, and they were watching television. And an unknown to them suspect broke into the residence and started 40 minutes of mayhem for the family. Ultimately, uh, law enforcement arrived, and while we were at the scene trying to make contact with the suspect, there was uh, a SWAT call out. SWAT was en route. Uh, we are very fortunate in this community to have what we often talk about is Team Kalamazoo, and that's all of our law enforcement professionals and emergency services professionals coming together in incidents. Uh, without question, we come in and act as a team. And so uh, last night, the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety and the Michigan State Police had responded uh, instantaneously with our officers, the deputies that had received the call of help. Again, I cannot express how, uh, how much our, our concern for the family goes out there as to this tragedy and our thanks to all of these professionals that work as a team to try and take care of our community. William had also opened fire as the SWAT team came in, hitting three officers as he was trying to escape. Fortunately, the officers survived and made full recoveries. As he had jumped straight through a pane of glass, he was taken into hospital to be checked over. Doctors noted he seemed intoxicated, but he was so resistant it was undetermined what, if anything, was in his system. 
He wasn't making sense and was rambling about aliens, claiming he didn't know the date, time or place. It took deputies and hospital security to restrain him as he got more violent and aggressive. Witnesses later told police William often smoked meth before going on long, violent rampages, shooting at cars and breaking into homes. It turned out that William had an extensive criminal record and had spent most of his life going in and out of prison. He had actually been released just five days before he killed Christopher. Over the years, he had been arrested and jailed many times for many things, including burglary and home invasion, driving without a licence, firearms charges, assault, resisting and obstructing police officers, and fraud, to name a few. When he was calm, William Paul Jones was charged with 19 felony counts, including the murder of Christopher, and his bail was flatly denied. The name of the man accused of taking a young father hostage and killing him in his Comstock Township home. William Paul Jones was charged late this afternoon with the murder of Chris Neal. He was a free man, if only for a moment. Tonight, William Paul Jones is back behind bars, facing the most serious charges yet. Michigan versus William Paul. Appearing in court today via video conference, a judge read Jones the list of charges against him. Following 19 offenses, count one, the defendant did murder Christopher Neal. The charges come after Jones was arrested Sunday for killing a young father and shooting three police officers during a home invasion near Kalamazoo. During today's arraignment, Jones asked the judge if he could plead guilty. If I plead guilty to all these right now, can I get sentenced today so I can hurry up and go to prison for life like everybody wants, or what? The 35-year-old defendant has been in trouble with the law for most of his adult life. In 2018, we reported that Jones was being investigated for a series of home invasions in Newton Township. Jones was released from the Calhoun County Jail exactly a week ago, just five days before the deadly home invasion. A timeline that's difficult for the victim's loved ones to comprehend as they try to make sense of this senseless crime. It's very sad, you know, that he was punished for something and then released and he goes out and does something horrific in a short period of time to do something so cruel and meaningless. As news began to spread about what had happened... Everybody was in a mutual state of shock and disbelief. Neighbours said it was a sobering realisation that no matter how safe and quiet their little street and area always felt, this was proof that it simply wasn't. As per Christopher's wishes, there was no funeral held but friends and family gathered to remember and celebrate his life. His friends remembered him as a goofball, someone that had a thirst for life and a sincere devotion to those he loved. In court, William's obstructive and difficult behaviour continued, but his attorney actually advised him to plead not guilty and pushed for a psychiatric evaluation of his client. An extensive evaluation was carried out by the Michigan Centre for Forensic Psychiatry, and all everybody could do was wait. That includes a uh, three-hour clinical interview uh, with the uh, defendant that took place on January 3rd. Overall, she says the uh, 
defendant to demonstrate a good understanding of the nature and object of the proceedings against him, created an understanding of the concepts of guilt and innocence, he was able to describe the roles of witnesses, including which indicates, given the above, it's her opinion that Mr. Jones is competent to stand trial. William Paul Jones was deemed competent and fit to stand trial. It remains unknown as to why all this transpired that night and why William did what he did. He didn't know Christopher and Haley, and there was absolutely no link or motive that anyone could find. It was seemingly completely random. In court, William said he was sorry for what had happened and told jurors it was the worst he had ever felt in his life, but the prosecution weren't buying it. They argued this was completely premeditated and said, if Haley and Chris had 40 minutes to think about whether the defendant will choose for Chris to live or die, the defendant had the same. At any point during that time, he could have stopped what he was doing, but he chose not to, and this was a deliberate and calculated decision. Were you afraid as to whether or not the defendant would hear that? Yes. I kept shaking her and shaking her Stop. What were you afraid might happen if the defendant heard you or your job upstairs? That you might know what room we were in and that, like, possibly that we could be shot through the floor or whatever, or he would come upstairs or you could just get hurt. It took jurors just three hours to find William Paul Jones guilty of 18 out of the 19 felonies, including one count of first-degree murder. In July 2022... A man convicted of killing a father and wounding three officers was sentenced in Kalamazoo County Court today to life in prison without the possibility of parole. William Paul Jones was convicted last month on 18 felony charges, including first-degree murder. The judge said... There are good people and bad people in the world. And what you did on that day was pure evil, adding there was no reason for him to ever get out of prison. Haley gave a statement and said, I cried myself to sleep every night for six months after Chris died. I'm so broken that living feels like too much. Dealing with the trauma does not make me strong. It reminds me of the card I've been dealt. I can no longer handle simple pleasures such as fireworks on July 4th or any day for that matter, because as soon as I hear loud bangs, it brings me back to hiding in that upstairs bedroom in my family home, fearing for my life and my family's. She added that William had snatched away all her dreams, one of which was to be old, wrinkly and cranky in a home together. She said her heart was broken when their daughter Charlotte tearfully told her, some days I just want to die already, so I can be with daddy. The devastation caused by what happened that December night is hard to fathom and the loss of Christopher has been so widely felt. Haley later gave birth to their son and he was named after his father. Haley's dad Jack said, he's the reason my daughter and granddaughter are still here. He sacrificed himself to let his wife and daughter get away. He got them out of the situation and he's a hero for that. He saved them. Christopher's love for his family and his instincts to protect them at all costs is as admirable as it is utterly heartbreaking. 
he was a hero until the very end. Thank you all for tuning in and we hope you found this video interesting. If you'd like to support our channel and help us to continue to make content, please don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe. It helps us so much and we really appreciate it.